Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to the new normal. My name is Deborah Francis White, and this is a show from The Guilty Feminist, where we talk to guilty feminists, regulars and friends about life in lockdown, about life and feminism. I'm starting up a little bit late today because I got caught up on a work call that, uh, and then I couldn't get on for some reason. I'm actually on my 4G because my Wi-Fi would not let me on it. So due to incompetence, we are late. That's the only way I can explain it. So let's get Brona on. Brona seated. In five, four, three, two. This is how we make television now. Yay! Hello! Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. White, my queen. My guest today is the fabulous Brona C. Titley. She is uh, one of the most celebrated comedy writers in this country, but also an incredible comedy performer. Oh my God, uh, and celebrating me. Yes, well, I just feel like you're very celebrated. People, <laughs> people talk about you. And oh, uh, remember Brona, Brona was the head writer on my um, satirical pilot, uh, Next Week's News, and that's how we became friends. And Brona, I just want to say, as always, this show, The New Normal, is sponsored by Diet Coke. Oh, well done. I'm actually sponsored by a hers and hers cup. Uh, but actually, there's only one of me here, so it's just one hers. Excellent. Yeah, uh, does your wife really also good. have a hers? Pardon? Does your wife also have a hers cup? Yeah, imagine if I just got a one hers cup. <laughs> <laughs> If you lost, like, no, no tea for you, but I do have an adorable her cup. Well, you could uh, share the, yes, the thing about hers and hers is you can share. Yeah, that's true. That's true, actually. I've actually God. currently banished her from the house so that I could be alone with you, Deborah. Nice. Uh, well, you and the guilty feminist community, obviously. I'm so sorry I'm late, Brona. I had a, I had a, um, one of those conference calls that I couldn't get off immediately, and then my internet wouldn't work. So I'm on 4G. You know so what, I'm Deborah, struggling I'm going to get on. To... I'm going to look deep in my heart and I'm going to forgive you for being late because that's just the kind of person that I am. Do you know, it is. If you're yeah. watching this and you think, I don't know if that's true about Brona, I 100% can tell you. So it's the, magnanimous. It's, she is magnanimity, magnanimity. I really tried to say magnanimous there and I, oh, I nailed it the second time. Yeah, so, so such strong work, such strong work. <laughs> Uh, so I did think day... when I when I sent Sue and the baby out, I was like, "Oh, bye, bye! Thanks so much for letting me have the house." And I just had one second of, 
oh, I wonder if I could lock the door from the inside, just, you know, just for yeah. a couple of days, not for long, just like. <laughs> a couple of days? I thought you meant like an hour or so. Like, just for like a week. they came a back week early, you'd be like, like oh, no, I'm weeks. to come up to you. Just literally, <laughs> I'm only talking about two weeks with locking I, my like wife and baby maybe out. Maybe like so. the, the next month. That, that would be all, just to have a little bit of a long This has gone time. from a few days to two weeks to the next month. I feel like we're knocking into 2020. Listen, come back in 2021. Vibes. She'll be able to walk. Will she yeah. be able to walk? Oh my God, yeah. She certainly can't do anything right now. She's an ickle-bickle baby. Lazy. Yeah, that's not, not a team player. Not bringing not, anything to the house. No. And, doesn't, and to rent. Not, doesn't sound like she's working on it either. Mm, mm. And it's a time when we all need to pull together. And what is she doing? Being useless. I mean, lying there demanding. <laughs> oh, I want something to eat. I want something to drink. I yeah. need my nappy changed. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. That. Like, that's the kind of uh, clear communication I can get on board with. But instead, she just um, wails. Like, what's the story with that, Ruth? I it's hard. It's very hard to know. I didn't um, know that my first Instagram live would be me slagging off my 16 week old baby, but here we are. <laughs> lagging her off like she is some kind of bad flatmate with a Parasite. coke habit. Yeah. 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 Like I came Aww. in and she was lying there again in her own vomit. <laughs> just, just, you I know, wants you from my left boob two hours ago. What do you yeah. mean you want more? From old righty over here. Complaining, waking me up in the night, demanding. Yeah, true. I mean, it's... Although now you're just describing you to Tom Selinsky. I mean, he knew what he was taking on. <laughs> he did it to himself. He's a fool to himself. Yeah. Um, so Fair I'm going to ask you some new and normal questions about life and feminism in lockdown, Bruno. Oh my goodness. Clear. Thank you so much. So, so the first one is, how the hell are you? Great question. Well, I suppose the answer today, Deborah, is that I'm just very alert. <laughs> I'm staying alert. Your fridge you know? is telling a story. <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm mixed. I um I think the technical term is uh, shit be cray. Uh, that's mm. what the government should have used on their uh, oh, instead of yeah yeah slogan yeah alert yeah. alert. Is COVID there? It's like <laughs> what can we do though? I don't know. With the virus. Do you know what? We're in the Won't same situation we were yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my skin is so bad. I, I haven't, I didn't, I try and put makeup on before this, but I really genuinely didn't have time today. No, well, I did put a splash of mascara and lipstick on for you, Deborah. I need to I wasn't put... going to sit here with no makeup on and flirt with you like that. Well, I was I hoping to, something. to have time to put tinted moisturizer and eyeliner because that makes a big difference. But I put these new glasses on, which I'm very excited. So yeah. well, these are new ones because the arms were the old ones and they were all getting a bit scratched. And I, and I couldn't get the right strength from Trilise Cooper, who I'm the New Zealand uh, amazing designer who made them. And I, there's my signature glasses and everyone asks me, where'd you get I them? I know. It's my 90% of my career is answering the question on Instagram, where did you get those glasses? Well, I think it's, I mean, already this story is shaping up into a Netflix special, I feel. I mean, it, I feel like... I feel like there's a probably a six part series in it. Um, I think Netflix I, are going to be on the phone optioning that quicker I mean, than you can say not, stay alert. I'm not saying it's going to be Peaky Blinders and it's going to run and run <laughs> for 12 seasons, but I am saying one a mini series. Yeah. So uh, so I um so I wrote them and said look I would buy them but I can't there's they don't have them in my strength is there any chance and uh, sent them lots of pictures of me wearing them in the press and saying, like, I promise oh, well you done. I am a brand ambassador for you. Look I'm always, I'm always asking the question. 
And they were so nice. And it turns out Charlize Cooper listens to The Guilty Feminist. Ooh. And they sent me so many beautiful pairs of glasses that I can't, I feel so spoiled. So these, wow. are, these are brand new versions of the old ones. I can see how clean and shiny they are. They look and very righty. Both arms are yeah. fully on. Well, I'm glad we answered the question of how your glasses are. <laughs> but that's Brona. I'm here to talk about you. No, Deborah. How are you? Tell me more. How yeah, I, I am pretty good. Thank you. I am, uh, I am having a bizarre lockdown and or time in life. I mean, I already spoiled it at the start when I talked about banishing my baby. But um, back in January, I birthed a wee child from my loins. Um, that's again a that's brave, brave nice. woman. Thank you, you so you much. You pushed a human being out of your body. I did. I, I really did. Even, can't even yeah. imagine. And uh, and so it was a it was a it was a rough birth. Like uh, I think labour should be illegal, but maybe let's do another guilty feminist on that. Um, so I was a bit weak for about four weeks. I'd lost a lot of blood. I couldn't really walk. Uh, couldn't really leave the house. That was the middle of January for about a month. And then when I got a bit stronger, I was determined to enjoy my maternity leave. So my baby suddenly had like the best social life any six week old baby has had in the history of time. And we were gallivanting about town to baby yoga and baby choir and all mm -hmm. for me, not for her at of all. Of course, yeah. She thought yeah. she was still in the womb, but I was having a great time. And then after a sad, a mere two weeks of that, lockdown happened, like global health crisis, can't Your leave the house. Gorgeous and, maternity leave was turned oh, into stay just, stay in your house or the police will away from you. me like a tablecloth magic trick. Uh, and so now we've been in lockdown for over half of her life. So she doesn't know that she's 16 weeks now. She doesn't know that other people exist. She thinks wow. that the world is just like one slightly loud Irish woman who sings Hamilton in her face 24 hours a day. And then one It's good to learn that now though because nice you are woman. her mother. So, it's yeah. Good for I mean, her the thing now. about birthing a child from your loins is that you have a captive audience for at least a few years. So, oh that's yeah, what I'm enjoying absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so it's mad, really, because you sort of have to, as well as dealing with lockdown and sort of like unprecedented global health crisis that none of us have ever experienced. Mm. I'm also experiencing the first few months of my child's life, and like having a baby isn't absolute privilege and I acknowledge that with every fiber of my being but it's also a lot I hear that and, you I know, hear it's and very it's much more difficult than you than 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 your brain will allow you to imagine yes otherwise no one would have one and then the human race would die out yeah and then your brain kind of prunes itself like the gray matter in your brain prunes itself of the memory of it being hard in order to make room for the oxytocin that you need to keep the baby alive so nature is a thing, gaslighting oh, little bitch she's a tricky little minx that nature nature's a fucking gaslighter i'm sorry yeah so so i uh it's just i i, I don't know i think i kind of haven't come back down to earth really from sort of like having a very pukey pregnancy, having a crazy labor, being really sick, lockdown happening, and now just sort of having to stay in the house all the time with a small baby. It's, um, it's, uh, it's a lot. That's what I'm going to say. That's going to be my motto on that. It's a and lot. You, you, you're not able to have like relatives and friends come and take the baby for an hour or sit yeah. and have a cup of tea or... So how is it? Because your family are in Ireland, yeah? They are. They're all in Dublin. Well, have they met her? 
No. So they were going to come over. So Ireland started lockdown a week and a half before the UK. Um, and they were going to come over around that week or the week before. So that's another kind of really strange thing is that like I have a child for the first time in my life. Um, and my parents haven't met her. My siblings haven't met her. Oh, and, you know, she's sort of changing exponentially every single day. Oh. And so they're kind of never going to see that really. And I can't, you know, we can't, I mean, I'm very fortunate to have a wonderful partner, but we can't share her with anyone because we, you know, because it's social distancing. So she genuinely like looks at people from, you know, seven feet away, but I don't think she totally gets that people exist. I um, love that if that will change, like I'm sure she'll adjust when people yeah, can come into yeah, her life. Yeah. But I wonder if that, you know, that first period of your life is quite important, whether or not it'll make her more gregarious or like a little bit like, oh, yeah. Um, you, you, will, that, you will never know if it's affected her but well that's true I mean if she could talk we could ask her but as we already covered lazy little bitch not so much with the communicating no, um, no, I think my problem is not that point, she can't talk it's that she's not trying she's yeah, not that's making right. any effort yeah. <laughs> that's just even if she'd tweet me I'd be fine with that I think that this period will be good for her because she is getting just a whole lot of her mother's right up in her little face going that's true. you're the best baby in the whole world um which is all we say to her obviously and so she doesn't need or want anything else I don't think but it's just weird for us because we don't get to have the uh sort of fun part of meeting up with other mothers and having oh I just thought I would be sitting in cafes eating so much overpriced cake for this mm. whole period and instead, you know, I just have to eat normal. You would have brought her cake. here to Camden, to my place. <laughs> we would have had cake here. Aww. We would have had, we would have been sitting here. I would have been cuddling her. It would have been we amazing. We could have done a photo shoot with her and the kittens. Don't say that. No, that's, that, no. Steve okay, Ali this... could have held her in his arms. And then by magic, I would have just become pregnant again because of the Athena poster that, that, that Steve would be holding. <laughs> Your baby, and also he loves animals and babies more than anyone I've ever known. Oh. Like, if there's a baby in the room, Steve is there, like, oh, like so gentle and so sweet with oh, small children as well. Like, it's adorable. It's adorable. Yeah. But the other thing is, is like, yes, we're sort of getting these permissions from the government now to sort of like, now you can go and sit in the park. But then I'm like, but should I? Yeah. Now you can go on public transport yeah. if you want, but don't. But you yeah. could. And I'm like, well, clearly then I should not do that because I don't have to. And, know. you know, but yeah. I don't know. Is it clear whether or not I'm allowed to come over and I think you? we all, I think one thing that we can know about this government is that their messaging has not been clear in any context. It's, I mean, uh, yeah. So I saw someone do a parody of a wartime poster that was like, dig for victory or don't, or take some <laughs> things, but don't dig them and then get on public transport. But, you know, you can if you want. It's important that you do if you can. But don't yeah. also, because yeah. unless you're on the Isle of Wight, you know, yeah. I think I just can't. I mean, I'm not going to because I don't want to just accidentally bring COVID into your house. Thank and you, Deborah. That's so kind of you. I am nothing but give, give, give. Listen, you and those glasses, an adorable pair. Face on. Prime. <laughs> um, but I'm not, I'm really not, I'm just not, I'm just going to keep locked down like it like I have been because yes, like, you know, yeah. I, it's not like I can't do go into a stand up show. So why I do think I think in need to times of poor leadership, we have to all uh, rely on 
community and our own common sense. And I think that mm -hmm. most people are relying on their common sense. I think it's bringing out the best in the best people. And in some contexts, it's bringing out the worst in the worst people. Um, but I think for now, uh, we can all follow Nicola Sturgeon, who was sort of like, you know, Boris Johnson can say what he wants to England, but my message to Scotland is stay home. Stay the fuck home. Yeah, exactly. Stay home, stay home, stay home. So I think mm -hmm. for now, that's probably the best uh, it, is there some is there part of this that's actually easier because in maternity leave it's easier to have fomo and no actually one of my friends who's on maternity leave said it's like the whole world's on maternity leave right now yeah or is it harder because no one can come to your home and you can't have those connections that make maternity leave more like make you feel like i'm still a person i'm yeah. not just a mother i'm just yeah. a milk machine or do you not know because you've got nothing to compare it to? Well, I think classic bisexual answer, it's both. Uh, it's definitely both. So High it's... five. <laughs> I have it's recently the... come out of bisexual on uh, You'll Do, the uh, the Catherine Bohart, Sarah Keyworth podcast. Deborah, that's why I put on makeup because you're bisexual <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I'm so sorry. Of course you knew, but I'm just saying. And if Tom Slinsky's in the room, I'm going to flirt with him too. I mean, that's what bisexual people like you and me are like. That's Throw right. Up with everybody. Yes, that is the definition of it. Um, no, I think I'm being wry. Don't write in and complain. That's a joke. That's yes, that's what we, we are, in the industry that call is just a one joke. of Deborah and Brona's classic jokes. Stereotyping jokes. <laughs> yeah, I think it is easier in the sense of there aren't, uh, you know, there aren't huge, giant, exciting. British TV comedy shows being made right now that I'm being overlooked because I committed the sin of uh, being a woman who had a child. Mm -hmm. I think that part is great. Like work has pretty much, uh, you know, really kind of wound down and I'm lucky to be on maternity leave and maternity allowance at a time when that happened. I think that there's no, like I, like you, I think I'm a textbook extrovert. So I get my energy from other people and I do kind of tear about London with sort of like eight appointments a day. And I don't think I would have done all of that with uh, with a small baby and on maternity leave, but I certainly would be sharing her with people and showing, you know, and uh, showing her to other people. They could hold her. They could put their little face into her little face for, mm -hmm. you know, a few minutes and give me a break. Uh, you know, people could come over and sit with her while I have a shower or a bath or, you know, I could even potentially uh, like I don't think I've been alone with Sue, my, my wife, since she was born, because wow. we've sort of you know, because we had the first month where you would, you know, we wouldn't want to be away from her anyway. And so, yeah, and that's a huge change to go some, from like the two of us for 10 years to all of a sudden it's the three of us and your relationship mm -hmm. changes so much. And it's true. Again, I can't come over and go, you guys go yeah. out for a drink and yeah. I'll mind through it. Like you have to yeah. just always be there as a three. But I'm um, going to take that, you saying that on a podcast as a binding contract that you will come over and babysit for me when it's allowed. <laughs> it is very clear that I have now committed to 12 <laughs> hours minimum babysitting. 12 yes, hours? We must be. We must be as godmother to Rua. Uh, we must be just said I want to get in the bath with you guys. Ugh, classic Ashley. You know, always make it sexual. What's fascinating, Ashling, is nobody suggested that. Nobody said, <laughs> no, who suggested the bath? So, oh, so Ashling you could go and have a bath. Oh, I yeah, there so you go. Television's what? Ashling B is uh, my child's godmother, and I think my child's other godmother is also watching a wonderful uh, writer and teacher called Us. So shout oh. out to the godmothers. Oh, oh, uh, Ashling's now claiming just to babysit. 
just I don't she's... allow the babysitters to have a bath when they got in anyway, the bath. Listen, we'll, but in the we'll... bath, like a three-way bath of baby. Hey, you just relax in the bubbles. I'll mind her. Did you just invite me to a three-way with you and Tom? Is that what? No, me and Ashling. Oh, you, sorry. me and Ashling in the bath. <laughs> Sue can mind Rua. I think. But fair. Absolutely I don't think she... fair. This is this doesn't feel like a safe baby zone, and this is getting. <laughs> absolutely over over the line i don't want to get cancelled today no and it's pre-watershed not on a monday got very sexy if i'm going to get cancelled i want it to be on a friday so i can take the weekend off and really enjoy yeah that's it. fair yeah um ashling is still asking why she can't babysit in the bath i'm gonna i'm gonna be very clear with ashling about the babysitting boundaries i assume she means fully clothed she, she, me and Ashling always take fully clothed baths together. So she probably just wants to do that with Rua and that's fine. <laughs> um, can I ask you, has this crisis or new motherhood within yeah. lockdown given yeah. you new, any new I'm a feminist baths, Brona? Ooh, you know, I think it has. I was thinking about this today. Um, so well, let's say I'm a feminist, but I'm spending much of lockdown, uh, feeding a small child from my bosoms mm. and instead of thinking <laughs> just said i'll wear pants <laughs> she's heckling she's heckling our gig that is what is happening she's literally heckling i'm so every sorry every time she every time she interrupts one of my i'm a feminist foot so i'm gonna add 12 more hours of babysitting <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so I'm a feminist, but I'm spending lots of lockdown feeding a small child from my person. Um, and instead of looking at her and thinking, wow, this is so amazing. I'm able to keep another human being alive from my body. I don't need to rely on Tesco delivery slots. I'm giving her all of this amazing nutrition and immunity for life. I just look at her and think, apparently you are using up 500 of my calories a day. So eat up, bitch. <laughs> and that is classic mm. I'm a feminist but territory mm -hmm. Do you know I was actually in labor Debs for a lovely 34 hours and I did think of an I'm a feminist but while I was in labor and that just shows you that I carry you everywhere with me you 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 did an I'm a feminist but while you were in labor yeah I what did. was your I'm a feminist spot in labor? I need to know that. This I might was, be a first. I was think I was I think I had just started the gas and air, so I was just getting a little bit high. But mm. I was still feeling like my uh, back was being sliced open with a steak knife every forty five seconds. And I remember thinking, I am a feminist, but I really wish I'd had the foresight to pay a younger woman to do this for me. Mm. That. That, I mean, that's quite a handmaid's tale, to be honest with you. you yeah. What your, your dream there is yeah. to be a handmaid's wife in a green dress, holding yeah, the hands about right. of a younger yeah. woman in a red dress. Yeah. Going, and like, you know, sure. I was in immense pain and I was high on drugs. So I'll, I accept that it isn't the best use of, uh, there's, you know. There's, there's of, no excuse. I mean, women. But all the, the gas and air does is podcast, bring out. Deborah, is that we're allowed to be guilty about it. Here I am being emotionally vulnerable <laughs> and you are comparing. I'm so sorry. Life. Thank I'm you. so, so sorry. You are completely <laughs> right. It is never okay for me to judge and I'm a feminist part. Well, there we have it. I, I, I am, a, I am, I'm, I am, I'm white. I'm just being right. I, I don't judge anybody for anything they say in labor. I think it should, you should, ne you should never oh. be able to be canceled in labor yeah. because you do say some things apparently, but it is extreme. Yeah. 
I mean, Amnesty International should be ca called when a woman goes into labor. I like think that. when I think that when we are allowed to gather again in groups of more than the people in your household, I am going to get a bunch of women to march on the streets against labor. I think we just need to find another way. And I can can I just be clear that that what Brona means there is not the Labour Party, no. but the act, the <laughs> I, act of Labour. Thank you for it's clarifying. As she just just outed herself as UKIP. Um, Ashling did. No, you no, me. by saying we're going to march against Labour. Um, okay, calm down now. I think what my friend yeah. is trying to say is the act of Labour, not the Labour Party. Uh, that's very you true. You should In protest fact, I Labour. I might find a way to uh, you know kill two birds with one stone and march for the Labour Party against Labour. The act. In, uh, uh, absolutely it's a human rights violation i'm totally it's with you insane. Um, is there anything except you're... for sorry i was just gonna say except no, no, for you... any pregnant women who are watching at which point i will say you'll be fine you'll have a lovely labor okay if you're watching and you're pregnant your labor's not going to be like Brona's. it's exactly. going to be chill sure um uh is saying we should sorry. rename the party the epidural party <laughs> oh, that's good <laughs> I like that's good that. But it feels like it feels like that might be a real centre left, the epidural party. Yeah, um, that's true. It does sound that way, doesn't it? Ashley B uh, is saying Wahoo UKIP. <laughs> She's lich Ashling is drunk. She's just said yeah. Wahoo UKIP. I'm well it's it's after six PM, so that girl has she is here for Prosecco. Is there anything you're surprised by? Do you know, not to be a negative Nancy about it, and you will attest to the fact that I'm actually usually You're very positive. positive. Um, I am really taken aback at the lack of compliance and the lack of leadership. Now, obviously, a lot of people are being compliant, but I, I, I cannot believe that we're at a, a you know, that, that there are so many people when you go to the shops or when you go out for a walk that even though there's a, like, you know, 10 feet on one side of you and a kilometer mm -hmm. on the other side, they will still just run by by your face. And oh, so annoying. All we've been asked to do is stand a bit far apart and stay at home. And that is literally going to save lives. Like, literally, that's how the yeah. virus works. And people haven't been able to do that. And I then again, it bizarre. it's so, so weird. And then that kind of manifested itself into this sort of resurgence that we're seeing now of people online being like, well, how many lives, you know, are we going to have to save? Like, you know, the economy is taking a dive. Surely we're going to lose money. So we should probably stop saving lives. And yeah. it's just this like cognitive dissonance that I cannot wrap my head around. Like, surely lives, like, is it so controversial mm -hmm. to say lives mm -hmm. are the most important thing? If, if there were two burning buildings and yes. one had only money in it and one had only people in it. Yeah. I'd obviously go for, get the money. Many I mean, that's that's sort of what they're saying, though. Is <laughs> no, they are. Well, how many people are left in that burning building? Because there's yeah. loads of money in that one. Yeah, and do I like those people? Do I care about those people? Are mm. they the most? Are they people who are gonna die? Some anyway? of them are just old anyway. To be honest, it's, yeah. it's sort of what you're saying, and, and it and, is what they're saying, and it's really worrying, and it's worrying that it's even, excuse me, something that we are hearing. Uh, you know, from the leadership in the UK. And I, and that's another thing that has surprised me has been how woolly that has been. You know, like I made, I don't know, about 10 jokes on Twitter yesterday about the stay alert slogan. But it was also, it's also dangerous because we saw today that it meant loads of people who might not have gone back to work otherwise or might not have traveled otherwise did travel today. And are we going to see another bump in the numbers of deaths in two weeks time? It's terrifying. Yeah. So I think, I think that like- But it's also, it's a bit of a, like, well, if you work in a factory, you're fine to go back. If you work in an investment bank, I bet you yeah. can do that from home. It's yeah. like, 
are we saving wealthy lives and not yeah poor it's it's frightening um so let's go to something more fun Okay. Do you have any pets, costumes, or eccentric relics in your house that you'd like to show us? Oh, good question. Anything um, in your house that you want to show as us? As I sent, sent the wife and baby out, uh, I, I was going to show you just where I'm sitting here. There's a little friend of mine. <gasps> <laughs> I want so your extra time. And it is Prince on an easel. Kiss. So he wow. lives there all of the time and he watches over us. Um, and we really, we really love him. I went to a Prince concert uh, before he died, obviously. Don't know why I felt the, the need best to time to go. That. The best time um, to go by far. I thought so. I thought the so. The, the, the posthumous um, concerts were... They were less good, weren't they, Deborah? They I found they, them a little... Underplayed. <laughs> um, depressing, morbid, some, some of them. Yeah. And smelly, weirdly. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So I went, uh, oh, Sue's a big fan. My partner is a massive fan. And I got tickets to one of those like surprise gigs that were just announced the day before. And I was so proud of myself. And the tickets were like 80 pounds, which just felt like the most amount of money anyone had ever spent on a ticket mm. in the history of time. I went along and it was one of the strangest nights of my life because I am uh, a tiny, short, little pixie woman. I'm like five foot two and a half. Prince was not a tall man. And this concert was in the roundhouse where they have not a tall stage. So right. I spent 160 pounds to listen to Prince oh, while looking at the back of other people's heads. And everyone around me was going insane. Like they were having the time of their lives. And I was like, I'm just listening to a very expensive CD. Oh and my it's God, it's the so worst. And then weird. you're in there with all those bodies and you get all crushed up. Yeah. And it's all of that. And the sound's never as good as it. And then, and you didn't get to see him. And Sue has like, I don't know, maybe an inch on me in terms of height. So she was able to see like, you know, the top of his afro and like a little bit of his face from time to time. So the question, um, did you see Prince is, if you have an ambiguous answer, yes, true. but no. Yeah. I felt him, I felt him in the room. <laughs> oh, but can I show you one other, can I show you my pride and joy in, in the house? Yeah. Um, again, uh, caveat, I suppose I am also proud of my baby, but my Spiral staircase. Wow. What, what? I descend that every morning as if I'm about to announce who the murderer was. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Like, and it's coming impressive. down like, well, well, well. Um, anyway, I built that with my bare hands. I did not. I've, I was going <laughs> to say, that's, it's, I'm not, I, I'm not saying you couldn't. I'm saying with what you I know of you, you didn't believe me for one didn't. second. Yeah, I didn't. You didn't. Um. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. 
So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Can, I, can you tell us a dark thought or low moment you've had? I promise we'll come back to something more buoyant in a minute. Oh, we yeah. ask this question every day just because... It encourages people because we only stream our best moments, of course. Yeah, that's true. We're not going to be streaming ourselves lying under a duvet crying and in the fetal yeah. position. But then it means that everyone thinks I'm the only one having those yeah. days. Yeah. So it's encouraging to pe- people go, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's a really, you know, it's a really important question. And it's a really important question for me as well, because I think that I sort of pride myself on oh, you know, I'm a positive person and I'm coping and I'm, I'm, I'm always looking on the bright side and it's, and it's important to focus on what we're grateful for. And, you know, our brains are wired for negativity, so we have to rewire that by focusing on the positive. And so I do that a lot. And actually, I think that it, it, I also feel the negative. And I think that it's, I think that you have to give yourself permission to feel that and go through it. Um, and I definitely had a dark moment. Uh, it was probably about four weeks ago and it was so dark it would have been just like a really good montage in like a film of a person falling apart because basically as I already described I kind of had the I had like a really sick pregnancy I had a really tough labor I was I had a really bad recovery um you know then lockdown happened I had a newborn baby I was you know I was looking after her I was the primary carer while Sue was working really hard um when lockdown started and all of those things had happened and I had kept going and I hadn't sort of stopped and processed any of that trauma or had a cry or fallen apart and I just had a trigger of uh, like a friend sending me a, a text message that was just a little bit insensitive, like just a oh. teeny tiny bit. And I started to cry uh, when I read it. And then I just could not stop for oh, potentially no. about two days. And this is where the montage would have been good because I was sort of like weeping on the couch, weeping on the shower, like feeding Rua, weeping, going up the stairs, oh, weeping, God. eating, <laughs> eating Were dinner. you weeping on a spiral staircase? I was, and that made it fabulous, but at I the mean, same time. That's so Scarlet O'Hara now. She it had really a spiral was. staircase, didn't she? Yeah. Do Scarlet O'Hara. Yeah. I can just see you at the bottom of the staircase saying, I'll never be hungry again. Yeah. <laughs> in dressed in the curtains, dressed in a dress again. made of curtains. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Was, it, was the text message that kicked you over into that into the floodgates because it clearly yeah. was a trigger was yeah. it ashling b demanding to have a bath it was ashling b asking me why i was still wearing clothes in the bath with her um <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't ashling at all it wasn't even about the messages i'm sure you can imagine no it's like, just a trigger i know exactly opening, that thing when yeah it would have been why am i being so sensitive no about users. this yeah i've noticed i'm sensitive but also friends have gone just clarifying did yeah. that upset you? And I'm like, no, no, not at all. But yeah. they're like, everyone's in their own head. And yeah. I think we go away and go, 
did that sound like this? They haven't texted me back for an hour. Like, do you think they're upset? Like, I've had a few yeah. friends say, are you upset with me? When I was in no way, like there wasn't like a bit of tension or anything. It was yeah. like, I thought they were amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's really interesting. That is another heck. I thought Ashley might've gone away. She is heckled again. <laughs> she says, I just wanted you know a fucking naked I, bath. This Ashling is a family show, Ashley. We spoke this morning for, I don't know, maybe 45 <laughs> minutes. Then we were texting about an hour before the, the thing. So I kind of thought she's probably had enough of me today. But in fairness to her, she has stayed on here the whole time. Bless her. She's yeah. a good one. She's a she's very, good. very good one. Um, I, I, I really, I do, as, as she says, I'll never leave you. I mean, it's, to the extent where it's, we're yeah. converting into single white female territory. Yeah, now. no, it's, um, it's, uh, she's just I so funny. She won't be able to hear that sometimes it's uh, a lot. <laughs> Some people have funny bones, but you and Ashling B have funny connective tissue. Oh, and when you're together, I think that's a compliment, Deborah. It's ignited. Yeah, no, it is because connective tissue is—it's what you stretch in yin. It's yeah. like that. It's like really even deeper than bones. Yeah. Um, it's like even more. It's stretchier than bones. That's why I think it's like. Thank and you. when you're together, you are so funny. Somebody says I would marry her, and we now don't know who that proposal is for. I assume Radio. that's for me. It, it's either me, you, or Ashling. I'm oh. the funniest. You're not. Oh, wrong. thank you, Yoga Plus Ireland. Great when name. I found out my biological father's name, it was he was Irish, really? and I what think, yeah, well, I, I don't really say online because oh, I fair enough. he doesn't yeah, yeah, know. Of course. Yeah, I haven't it found was Paddy him yet. Paddy, wasn't it? It's it, in the show that I did about it. I changed it to something like Paddy O'Paddy. It was Paddy O'Paddy is a fine name. Yeah, a fine. It was name. okay. It's really Potato O'Paddy. Okay, I know Where's him. Name? I know him. Do he you know my biological my father? father. Oh, Are we sisters? God. We're sisters. We really shouldn't have slept uh, together that time, Deborah. <laughs> potato. It's fine. We can't. It's incest is fine if you can't get knocked up, isn't it? Oh, if you're women as well. Also, it doesn't like you know, two women having sex doesn't exist. So I think incest between people who can't have babies is the final taboo. Yeah, I'm prepared to die on that hill. Thank you. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I take it back. I'm take it back. I don't want to be cancelled. I also don't want to die on any hills. That would be a bad way to go. Oh, it says here, Mr. Tato is DFW. DFW. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's possible my biological father is Mr. Tato. The, In that the case, cartoon we are not character related. from the crisp bag. Yeah. But you know, Alison Spittle has a theory that the Northern Irish Mr. Tato is hotter than the Irish Irish, um, the Republican Republic of Ireland. Oh, that Mr. absolutely Tato. makes sense because Northern Irish people are way more, way better groomed. So Mr. Potato it's in Northern life. Ireland, he's probably just wearing a little bit more aftershave. He would smell better. Yeah. It's a jawline sense. issue. She says he's got definition. It's, yeah. she's, she's yeah. got a whole, it's, she's got a whole theory, but when I looked at it, she was right. Yeah. She no, said she Alison would give the Northern Irish that. Mr. Tato the shift. That's what yeah. she said. Yeah. I mean, she is another I, one with funny. I give him the right. Yeah, I've said it. I've wow. I've said it publicly, yeah. I'm going to, I cannot wait to phone Ashling after this, uh, to phone <laughs> Alison after this and tell her that you would not just, you, that you would give her man the right. Yeah, it's true. But she's already marked him out for the shift. You're going to yeah. get in there. But you know what? Ashling B is all talk, but actually I like to kiss my friends on the lips and she will never kiss me on the lips. And I'm and I'm saying that now to see her answer. So answer I that mean, What? Because you like to kiss the lips, and she goes, "Yeah." She's like, "Ooh, where's your scratchy beard?" She loves a scratchy beard. 
interessant. Yeah, I whereas I like men that look like women. Oh, that's interesting. And also women. <laughs> that leads me to, how is this going to change? No kissing, just just naked baths. Fair okay, enough. Okay, fair, fair enough. Fair. Thank um, you. A, a snog-free naked bath. Fine. Um, uh, that brings me to a question that I'm newly asking. Please. How do you think this is going to change society in terms of intimacy? Because I have Ooh. a theory that after the vaccine, we're going to go back to the roaring 20s and sex parties. Yes. But also they'll be more erotic because we won't have touched or even made eye contact properly for so long. Yeah. We can't make eye contact. That there'll be just rooms where we'll go in and we'll just make eye contact or we'll just touch fingers and things like that. I mean, what it'll build. That's not the I end. love that you're asking me all the erotic questions. I am here for that. Um, so do I you, think, but, you, know but do you I... think it's going to close us down or open us up? Or I think, like, do you know how uh, when you're out, you know if you're out for a walk and you see two people with dogs and mm. the dogs immediately, they see another dog and they run over and they want to sniff the dog's arse and talk to the other dog. Mm -hmm. Whereas in London, two human beings go out and they spot each other and they'll, you know, keep the their dog, eyes yeah. down. And you're in the, when you're on the tube, you're in somebody's armpit and you don't make, you don't make eye contact. Like we're the opposite of dogs. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to be more dog because I can even see it uh, now in terms of like when you go out people do speak to each other because we know that actually if we don't speak to those people on our one hour state mm -hmm. allowed exercise we might not speak to anybody else that day and I think that the you know the quarantining the lack of human touch I just people are going to be getting up on their delivery man I'm going to be kissing all my friends on the lips I think it's exactly as you predict it's going to be roaring 20s all over again everybody's going to oh, be riding this potato head both the Northern Irish one and the one from the Republic <laughs> That, uh, says, hold on is this mr potato head the game or mr tato the crisp animate the coating it's a good question and it's mr tato and okay, he just... is a very sensitive lover <laughs> just to be clear so uh your first answer to this was very interesting and not not what i was expecting you to say at all um where you said what did you say first you said oh that londoners are the opposite of dogs yeah. And that Londoners are going to morph more towards dog. This is yeah. not something I thought you were going to say. True. And it's, it's not any answer that anyone else has said. So Londoners are the opposite of dogs. That's a t-shirt. You know, we do a t-shirt every day. Oh, it's great. It's on-demand t-shirt we do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Ashling B requested, and now we're, now that all the new in um, t-shirts are going to be local, uh, because, um, uh, locally sourced, because Ashling asked, because Ashling is so all what? about... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But in, in this way, she's very good about it. I Whereas mean, I like my t-shirts to be made by tiny children's hands. Brona? <laughs> no. Deborah? That no. was one of my classic jokes. <laughs> Ashling, tell her off. Tell her off in the comments. <laughs> Ashling, did you know what your best friend, the mother of your godchild? You're the fairy godmother. Tell her. Um, so, uh, what am I doing? So, yes, yeah, so London is the opposite of dogs is a True. great on-demand t-shirt. So you get the money from that, by the way. The artist gets the money. I'm going to um, nominate someone else to... to okay, you can, yeah, you can divert I mean, those you've funds. You've seen to... my spiral staircase, Deborah. I'm doing, I'm doing so well. That's uh, true. If you have a spiral staircase, you can divert those funds <laughs> to a comedian who lives gig to gig. Uh, but if you buy Brona's t-shirt, which I'm sure will be, London is the opposite of dogs. Great. I, I cannot believe you're going to say anything better than that. I, who could I mean, say anything I want, better I kind of wanted my t-shirt to be shit, be cray. Shit, uh, be cray. Okay, all right. I all thought right. that was very profound. Hannah, Hannah, 
uh, may choose that. Brona's child has already started work in a t-shirt factory. Ashley, I told you that in confidence, Ashley. Ah, ah, ah. Is she already doing sweatshirts? I have to pay home? for that spiral staircase somehow. <laughs> Your Jeez. baby's sitting there knitting, <laughs> <laughs> doing little stitches. Well, the tiny hands. This is oh. not okay. I mean, uh, I I shouldn't have to clarify, but I will clarify that. Uh, my daughter is the single best thing that has ever happened to me, even if she isn't paying rent yet. You know, just my in thing. case she watches this in the future. I well, if she does, and she might because it'll be archived on YouTube. It's we true. just want to say, Rua, we if you need our help, you 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 go on Instagram Live with me, and you just blink three times in rapid succession, <laughs> and we'll come and get you. Out of the Etsy, out of the Etsy sweatshop, Etsy Fair. Sweatsy, as it's called, yeah. the Etsy uh, as, as, as Brona's homemade Etsy Sweatsy. Um, <laughs> can I ask any books, movies, television shows, anything you want to recommend to us Ooh. for as lockdown classics, or Great it could be question. escapist, it could be feminist, it could be anything. Yes, and I think I... you should recommend Ashling Bees This Way Up. I have not watched that. That sounds it's... really bad. <laughs> Ashley Bees This Way Up is perfect. This Way Up is viewing. just, it's just, I mean, it's a stunning It's about piece of loneliness writing. and we're in, it's like she predicted yeah. this. Yeah, it's a stunning piece of writing. It's really special. I definitely recommend that. Very um, funny, very heartbreaking. Yeah, and great performances. I mean, that bitch can really act. I just recommended it in the Telegraph, actually, Ashling. In oh. my yeah, I did a piece about my. It's called my splendid isolation. It's not out yet, though. I'm not. I, don't, I mean, they're not watching this. They don't care. Uh, I'm um, going to narc on you to the Telegraph right after. <laughs> Ashling. Um. Yes. Ashling, so I just definitely recommend, recommend look this out way for the though. Telegraph. I yeah, also I find myself gravitating towards like warm, warm old classics. So I've been rewatching uh, W1A, which is so silly oh, and smart and lovely. Good one. I've been rewatching The Vicar of Dibley, which is just like a big hug from someone you're not allowed to hug right now. Um, and then I have been reading a lot of books when I have time and listening to a lot of audiobooks. So I absolutely loved uh, Grown Ups by Marion Keyes, which is a great nice. story about an Irish family. Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo, which mm -hmm. is brilliant and so many great characters in it. Um, Oh, I haven't asked you about this, Brona, but Please. I sent you a little goodie bag yesterday and in it... Because we're best friends. Because we're best friends. And in it, there was a book for your baby called... Woke Baby! And there was a book for you called... Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so Woke Baby was given to me by a guest on The Guilty Feminist um, uh, in New York. Yeah. And I don't have a baby, so I thought, oh, I'll give Brona's baby. baby. will definitely be woke. Yeah, that's um, true. And uh, so, um, Rubes is saying is homemade Etsy Sweatsy is quite a good t-shirt too. Oh, I like. I don't. That. Ashling B is not going to allow Etsy Sweatsy on a t-shirt. She's just not. It's just she, she might do it for me because she's obsessed with me. I mean, um, yes, I absolutely love Woke Baby, and I let uh, my, I let my child have a five-minute break from sewing little t-shirts yesterday in order to read it to her um, and she was like mommy why do the children in the book have rights and I was like that's enough out of you back to work yeah yeah because they're better than you um, <laughs> uh, is there anything we can watch you in or any anything anywhere you'd like us to follow you Oh, yes. Uh, please follow me on Twitter, where I do my best for shouting against the government. You are very um, funny on Twitter. Brona's got a lot of great one-liners. She's, a, she's oh. a, com a comedy gag writer. Uh, Deb. Um, 
Okay. Ashley says, I'd kill for you, Brona. Gonna do it. Go to go do it now. This was what she has been heading towards for a long time. (laughs) It was bound to happen. Yeah. Um, So follow me on Twitter at Brona C. Titley. Follow me on Instagram where we are now in the in your phone um but i don't i don't post that much but maybe that will change if you follow me um and then i don't know i write on a lot of shows so just check the credits and see if i wrote that one the one that you're watching currently i mean check the credits in case brona wrote on succession that's what she just said funny i assume i wrote it okay if it was funny at all she wrote it so it turns out that this way up was not written by ashling b but in fact written by you Oh, that's very wow. Funny. That is a great lie to it. I had literally nothing to do with it, except for a lot of talking to Ashling on the phone during the writing of it. So I think that counts. Well, Rachel there says, this way up is my favourite thing, apart from Brona Ashling's friendship. Aww. Oh, Rachel. And Rachel Holly, says, Holly says, Brona's crack on Twitter is off the scale in caps. Wow. Thank you, um, Holly. Yeah. People are here, they're giving you the love, the Twitter, that they love you on Twitter. Um, I love all of you and I will love all of you after the lockdown. Do you have any hope for, renewed hope for humanity because of this? Is there anything where you're going, fuck, we've grounded all the planes or wow, we've become local communities again? What's your big old hope for humanity? Well, my big old hope is about the climate, really, to be honest. I was reading a few articles about this the other day because I was sort of hoping that somebody else, while I was sitting home raising a child, I was hopeful that somebody else was collecting all of the data of what is coming from, you know, the planes being grounded. And I think it was the IEA, the International Energy Association, uh, said that the amount of energy uh, will have used six percent less energy this year than we will have would have done otherwise and that that is the equivalent to the whole of india just not using any energy for a year and i was so encouraged by that statistic because it just it's like it proves that we can do it like most Mm -hmm. of that is from cars and like most of that is from traffic you would think it's from planes but that's going to you know be a huge reduction in the co2 emissions for the year and i think that it you know it's so easy to get depressed about the climate especially in the last couple of years and there's lots of you know everyone's like oh we only have 10 years left to save the climate but we're just very used to getting our hummus in tiny plastic pots so why would we do anything different and i think that this period has just really proved that we can stop we can you you know we can go where by go places by foot when we can by bike when we can we can travel less i am definitely going to take less uh planes in the future i'm going to be really inspired by my friends who are doing more slow travel i'm not going to get the plane to uh, ireland anymore as much as i want to see my family i'm going to go by boat and rail because it's just slightly better for the environment um and i think that i think that that is a place where we need to keep looking up like we need to stay on top of that developing story basically we need to Mm. see that uh you know with nature returning and renewing itself and we need to know what it is that we did and then continue to do it although i do think that the animals are getting a little bit cocky (laughs) i do think the birds are sounding a bit too happy so oh, the birds are, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. You can hear birdsong all the time in London now. I know. It's amazing. But apparently the rats are warring because that we're not leaving food scraps around and the kitchens are all closed in the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, and that's one of my new hobbies is... Um, is rat uh, <laughs> betting, you know, like putting a tenner on that guy and just letting the rats uh, fight it out. If you teach Rua that, while she has to make <laughs> tiny T-shirts... 
and you keep taking a te another tenner offer. Well, I just made a tenner. No, you didn't. No. Bet on the wrong rat, babe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. harsh lessons for life she's learning, but, you know, in the long run, she'll be stronger for it. Exactly Do you have that. any habits that might stay with you or with us? Will you continue to cut your own hair? <laughs> I was hoping we would get through the whole of the Insta Live without talking about it. Let, Listen, let there's me, no Edinburgh fringe this year. Look, I have a broader tiniest hairbrush. Let me show you just wow. how crooked it is because it's actually impressive. I actually think that's impressive. Did you do that yourself? Or yes, did I did. I was an early victim of the fringe cutting. Um, I went to the I went to the mirror. My fringe is down to here, and I usually like it about there. And as I got to the as I got the scissors there, I just all desire to learn how to cut a fringe properly just left my body. Yeah. I wanted it done as soon as possible. Right. And I just went and then it was literally it was It'll appear. grow back. It'll grow back and I mean it has grown back. I wouldn't have done this insta live two weeks ago, Debs, I tell you that. I'm a feminist but I needed to wait a little while for yeah, my fringe is, to grow back. Yeah, it is it is true. It is true. So no, uh, I definitely won't be cutting my own hair. I, I, I think habits that stay with I I think uh, like some things that you've said before on the podcast, like definitely that meeting that could have been an email, now that meeting that could have been a Zoom. Um, I am going to take much more responsibility for my travel um, so that I, you know, so that everything I was talking about with the climate so that we were contributing to that in a better way. Um, oh, and also like community wise, I mean, to be fair, my neighbours are absolutely sick of the sight of me because <laughs> they're the only, I'm the only person that talks to them at the moment and I never have anything new to say because there's no news in lockdown. But I do think that the sense of community and people coming together has been really encouraging. And I think, I think that I won't, you know, not that I was unfriendly when this started, but I definitely will continue to talk to uh, you know, all of the people in my community so that we can make sure that the people who aren't okay don't slip through the net, basically. Amazing, amazing. Um, and uh, uh, semi-finally, uh, penultimately. penultimately, do you have a piece of online feminism or activism you would like us to engage in? Yes, yes. Um, so again, I'm sure listeners to the podcast will be very... Uh, familiar with this and I haven't talked about it publicly before and I know we probably don't have much time but I do really really want to encourage people to look up refugees at home um, oh, because yeah. all of this time that you have been home just imagine that without a home and mm. uh, I myself and Sue my partner we uh, encouraged by you and the illegally handsome uh, Steve Alley um, he he's such a wonderful person and you're you had such a beautiful family that myself and sue decided to take in somebody who was in need of a home last year so we had an incredible guy live with us for five months um and you know and he only really left us because i rudely pushed aforementioned child out of my loins and needed the space back um but you know he's somebody that will continue to find but you he'll stay in your life forever as well because well, i always tell him that he's family but I think the, what I really want people to know is that, you know, Sue and I were a little nervous about it. We thought, what's that going to be like if it's two women and we have this guy we don't know living in our home? You know, we found you could find excuse after excuse to do it. But the fact of the matter is, is if you have a spare room, it is an unbelievable use of it to give it up to somebody who has fallen between the cracks of our very flawed 
system mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where you know whereby they are in really really need of somewhere now obviously not everyone can do that another thing you can do is go to their just giving page uh, at refugees at home or, or and uh, or recommend them to a friend amplify exactly. them follow them and uh, retweet there, them exactly and i think like there will that. be people who have found during this period that they were lonely that actually they're living in a house where there might be a spare room and that they really miss having somebody in that house and i think mm -hmm. i think the more people that know about this the more you know the bigger it could become and i i have to say i i won't talk too much about the gentleman that lived with us because i haven't actually asked his permission to speak about him but he is family he's one of the most incredible people i knew and it changed me forever i met him he was so nice yeah oh it's so so nice i know i can't wait for steve to come home because he's locked down in the country but now we are allowed to drive so yeah I'm he's like, not actually steve ali is here living with me <laughs> <laughs> he's locked down with me he's locked down with you he's locked down with you yeah, yeah. i i i think he's gonna because we've both been self-isolating to such an extent that he can yeah. come home because he's allowed to drive now so yeah. i feel like steve ali might anyway um oh, i'm very excited steve. um and finally finally when we get out of here what are you going to do first? If they said lockdown's over now, uh, everything's back to normal, vaccine is being automatically rained down on us. Yeah. What are you desperate to do? Well, before I introduce my newborn child to my family, I think one of your watchers will be pleased to know I will hug Ashling B. Um, in the bath? On the yes. Bits? Naked in the bath. Um, I want to introduce my, my baby to my family. I want to hug my friends. I am borderline desperate to get naked, pour oil over myself and pay a stranger to beat the living shit out of my shoulders. Um, I want a massage, Deborah. Just so bad. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm also a lifelong addict of musical theatre and I make no apologies for that. Uh, and I want to, want to go to see a musical oh. and hum under my breath so much that annoys the people around I've me. been learning dancing and I have <gasps> learned a dance Legend. routine from chorus line that's a true story um, we are gonna do that on Facebook I, tomorrow. seriously I also have something from show me how to burlesque Christina Aguilera that's like jazz as well so Ooh. I don't want to boast about my dancing skills because okay, that would be are. unwise because <laughs> <laughs> it would it would be false advertising but you should see the mobility of my chest now my oh, chest is so mobile, you could hang it, hang it above Rua's cot to entertain her. And I will. <laughs> uh, it, it, we're about to get cut off, so I just want to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to Brona, C. Titley. Everyone give her a big round of applause. <laughs> Deborah Francis-White, thank you so much for having me. It's been a treat. We're back here at 6 o'clock every day. There's an amazing list of guests. You can see them all on the internet right now in our stories. Uh, so check them all out. There's brilliant people on this week. Uh, I'm see you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. guest every night. Deborah's just changed that. <laughs> That's, I'm so sorry. It's a disappointment <laughs> to everybody. See you tomorrow at 6 o'clock, everybody. Thank you, Brona. Thank you so you much for watching. Bye, Guilty Feminists. Bye, bye, Bye. <laughs>
another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Oh,